0: Hello everyone, my name is Aarti and you are watching HW News. Taj Mahal is undisputedly one of the prominent tourist attractions that India has to offer to the world. But it is also among the most controversial ones. The UNESCO World Heritage Site is considered a symbol of love that Mughal Emperor Shah Jahan got built in the memory of his wife Mumtaz after her death. However, for the last several years, there have been claims by the Hindu right-wing organizations that the Taj Mahal's real name is Tejo Mahalaya and it appears to be a Jyotirlinga or one of the exquisite Shiva temples. Some also believe that it was originally built not by Shah Jahan but Hindu king called Man Singh. The debate is decades old and time and again it keeps cropping up. However, this time Taj Mahal is in news again since a petitioner from Ayodhya had filed a writ plea before Allahabad High Court seeking to open 22 locked rooms of Taj Mahal. The petitioner, Dr. Rajni Singh, a BJP leader from Ayodhya, in his petition said that these rooms should be opened to ascertain whether there are idols and inscriptions of Hindu gods and goddesses inside it. The PIL that was filed amid the Wapi mosque controversy in Varanasi was listed for hearing today. However, the Lucknow bench of Allahabad High Court not only tore into the petitioner but also gave an earful to him. The court asked what rights of the petitioner are infringed upon due to the closed rooms in Taj Mahal. The court further slammed him, noting that the provision of a PIL is being misused. The court also said today, You are asking to open the 22 rooms in Taj Mahal. Tomorrow, you may want to enter judges' chamber. The court also said that the petitioner should first study about the monument before approaching the court. Let us understand what happened in the hearing in detail. The red petition was filed by Dr. Rajneesh Singh, who is the media in charge of BJP's Ayodhya unit, as claimed by him. The petition seeks direction to the government to constitute a fact-finding committee to study and publish the real history of Taj Mahal and to put to rest the controversy surrounding it. The petition stated that some Hindu groups and eminent saints are claiming this monument as an old Shiva temple and that this claim is supported by various historians and facts. The petition also stated that it is respectfully submitted that some of the rooms located in the upper and lower part, approximately 22 rooms of the four-storey building, are permanently closed. Historians like P. N. Oak and crores of Hindu worshippers firmly believe that there is a temple of Lord Shiva in those locked rooms. The controversy over Taj Mahal started with the book of True Story of Taj by historian P.N. Oak. In this book, many claims were made related to the Taj Mahal being a Shiva temple. Some historians claim that there are 22 rooms under the main Muslim and jasmine floor in the Taj Mahal which have been closed. Historians believe that there are stairs at two places on the jasmine floor to go down to the basement on the side of Yamuna. They have been closed by putting an iron net over them. Till about 45 years ago, the way to go down the stair was open, but they were closed later on. Now, this was a little trivia about the Taj Mahal controversy. Some right-wing Hindu organizations, however, have been claiming that Taj Mahal to be a Tejo Mahalaya for a long period of time. Attempts have also been made by many Hindu organizations to perform Shiva Aarti, or recitation of Hanuman Chalisa at the Taj Mahal premises. So, let us understand what exactly happened in the court today. When the matter was taken up by a bench of Justices D.K. Upadhyay and Subhash Vidyarthi, the petitioner urged the court to allow opening of the rooms for the monument in light of freedom of information. The bench, however, took exception to the plea, stating that tomorrow you will come and ask us to go to chambers of honourable judges. Please don't make a mockery of the PIL system. During the hearing, the bench also told the petitioner that such debates were welcome in the informal setting, but not in a court of law. The bench said, and I quote, I welcome you to debate the issue with us in the drawing room and not in a court of law. The petitioner argued that there was a truth that the citizens of the country needed to know about Taj Mahal. He said his main concern was about the closed rooms and everyone should know what was behind those doors. The state opposed the plea on the grounds of lack of jurisdiction. Its counsel argued that there is already such a case going on in Agra court. To this, the court also slammed the petitioner, asking if it was for the court to decide who built the historical monument. The bench said, and I quote, You hold that the structure, that is Taj Mahal, was not made by Shah Jahan. Are we here to pronounce any verdict? Please don't take us to the historical facts which you believe. It further said, and I quote, are these issues debatable in a court of law? Are we judges trained and equipped with such things? The judges also stressed that there had to be an infringement of a right and only then could a writ of mandamus as prayed for be issued. Responding to the petitioner's argument regarding right to information, the court asked if the study sought was in any way connected to the right to information. The bench further said, and I quote, go and research, do MA, do PhD, then choose such a topic and if any institute disallows you to research on such a topic, then come to us. Please enroll yourself in Master of Arts, then go for NET or GRF and if any university denies you to research on such a topic, then and then only come to us. The counsel of the petitioner further pleaded for some time to cite certain judgments on the right to information, to which the court declined and posted the matter at 2 p.m. after lunch. Coming down heavily on the petitioner, the bench said in a quote, The petition filed by you has been doing rounds in the media for days and now you are doing this. However, the court remained completely unimpressed by the petitioner's argument even after the lunch session. The bench said that the petitioner is seeking is an exploration of facts by way of a committee. That is none of his rights and it is not under the ambit of the RTI Act. The court then simply proceeded to dismiss the petition. Interestingly, as I said, the debate around Taj Mahal is an old one. However, recently in a major twist, a royal gharana claimed that the land on which Taj Mahal was built belonged to them. Former princess of Jaipur-Gharana Kumari said that compensation was given in lieu of a land to them but how much was it whether it was accepted or not she cannot say this because she had not studied the records which are there in their Pothikhana but the land belonged to their family and Shah Jahan had acquired it. This is what Kumari said, adding that since there was no judiciary, no appeal could have been made at that point of time. Things will be clear only after examining the records. It is quite ironic that the petitioner in this particular case asking to reopen the 22 locked rooms in Taj Mahal belongs to the BJP or at least claims to be from the BJP as it was the BJP government itself and that to Modi government, which had steered clear of all these claims surrounding Taj Mahal being a Hindu temple. In 2015, cultural minister in Modi government, Mahesh Sharma had told Lok Sabha that the government has not found any evidence that the Taj Mahal in Agra was a Hindu temple. This was in response to a question on suit filed in Agra court asking to declare Taj Mahal as a Hindu temple. While Sharma said the government, that is the Modi government, is aware of the suit but a specific query about the evidence of it being a Hindu, minister replied in the negative. But that is not all. In 2017 also, the Archaeological Survey of India for the first time had admitted in the court that the Taj Mahal is a tomb and not a temple. According to officials, a 1920 notification to protect the Taj Mahal was made the basis for this. The ASI not only challenged the jurisdiction, but also challenged the locus standi of the petitioners. ASI in its affidavit submitted in the court said, and I quote, Historically, and even according to records, as available, there is an ancient monument named Astaj Mahal at the bank of River Yamuna at Agra, duly declared by the government to be of national importance, having gained the worldwide recognition as the seventh wonder of the world. As per available records, right from the British period since 1904, the monument Taj was declared a protected monument by notification on December 22, 1920. The archaeological body categorically denied that there was a temple or shivalinga that existed in the Taj Mahal. It especially denied that the name Tejo Mahalaya Mandir ever existed at the place of present Taj Mahal and said that things are being misrepresented and misconceived. The ASI further said that the property in the suit was not usurped but was obtained in exchange from Raja Jai Singh. ASI also added that the contentions of the plaintiffs were without any basis or ground and were concoctions of plaintiff's imagination. It is thus very quite interesting, quite surprising that despite the BJP government itself admitting in Lok Sabha and ASA admitting in the court of law, why does BJP leader feel the need to go after the question or matter and to waste the time of the court? But when such things happen and are widely covered, as I said in my last video too, one has to look at what is it that is not getting enough attention. While such news gets maximum coverage as it helps build TRP, it also asserts the space that is meant for news that matters to you. For example, while you are busy being fed every small detail about the Taj Mahal case, the rupee value plunged again and here it, it has hit the record low so far. Continuing its falling streak, the rupee on Thursday declined 38 paise to its all-time low of 77 rupees 63 paise against the US dollar during the trade. In the previous session, the rupee had settled at 77 rupees 25 paise against the US currency. India's forex reserves have fallen below $600 billion. Its forex reserves stood at $597.73 billion, that is, 45.68 lakh crore rupees on April 29th, as compared with $630.19 billion before the Ukraine war. Foreign funds have pulled out $17.7 billion from Indian equities this year already, the highest on record. Now, I'm not being alarmist here. A lot of people when we highlight these issues in our videos say in the comment box that we only show anti-government news. That is not true. We show the news, we speak about the news that matters to us, the common citizens. The only reason is to evoke a debate, a discussion around this. We should be talking more about the falling rupee and depleting forex reserves and foreign funds pulling out of India than we talk about Taj Mahal. That's all for today's video. Do let us know what you think about this in the comment box below. For more news and updates, you can log on to www.hwnews.in. Also, if you want to contribute to us beyond this, beyond subscribing and liking our videos, then please go to our website www.hwnews.in support. We have different subscription options available for our viewers and our readers. You can choose whatever plan that suits your budget and support us because when you support us, you help keep independent media like us alive. And also, if you like the videos that I bring to you, feel free to follow me on my Twitter handle that is at arti underscore ghargi that is at arti underscore ghargi. Thank you so much.